Hello, beautifuls. <laughs> Connecting the dots, part two. I wanted to talk a little bit about trauma and help people to understand all the different ways that trauma can mess with our mojo. I am Teresa Key, your host. Thank you, thank you for sitting with me and listening to me and sharing this out to the people that you care about, right? I am also an intuitive life coach and an activist for trauma recovery, moving clients and hopefully you, my listeners, toward what makes your soul giggle, a better understanding of trauma, and toward what makes your soul giggle on the daily. Sometimes just knowing that there's tools available or things that you can do, solution-oriented, that can make your soul giggle. Most of all, I want you to know there's nothing wrong with you. You're not flawed. You're not broken. And I believe you're more like me when I started self-development 26 years ago. Simply missing some much-needed information about how hurt in our life, in our lives, messes with our mojo without us even realizing it often. I'll share stories that makes that really clear today about how we can get caught up in a drama type triangle from triangle being a victim on one side or rescuer on another side or a bully even. By the way, I'm launching in the next year a teen slash parent education program where teens and parents can come into a group and actually like a a five person group where they learn from each other. I currently work privately with teens and parents, yet this new program can create a more powerful and more affordable, as well as moving into small groups, creates this environment where you actually can um, learn by listening to other people's share, other people's challenges. So it's multi-dimensional. I've experienced it and it's so phenomenal how much I learned from hearing other people's challenges and other people's um, shares and then uh, seeing them being coached through that. It's huge, it's huge. And I wanna incorporate that for my parents and teens. Why am I so attracted to young people? Let me share that real quick. I don't know about you, but I wished I had gotten these teachings and these tools in my life in my younger years. That's it. And so I'm very passionate about bringing this, of course, to adults, parents, but also that trickle down, trickle out, ripple out effect that it has for young people. When parents understand some of the stuff that I'm going to share today, and I share in all my uh, podcast episodes, when parents understand that and they're able to sit down and explain these things to their kids, it is a ripple effect that really helps the parent become a better, more conscious parent but it helps the children to better understand their emotions. When you understand your emotions, when you can manage your emotions and you know why you want to manage them, that really can be shared with young people and very, very helpful to them. 
So let's get back to why we're here, connecting the dots. And today we're connecting the dots around trauma. I want to tell you um, a little definition that I have in and around trauma. What is trauma? It's something that happens that makes you not function the way you used to before it happened. It's just that simple. And there are hundreds of categories in and around trauma. Big T traumas, which we know is PTSD and incest and rape and violent kind of stuff, right? Uh, Car wrecks, that kind of thing. But there's also little T traumas. And you're going to get to hear some of the little T traumas that people in general aren't very aware of in this day and age. And I believe, and I hope you believe when we're done here, that they should be more aware of it. When they're aware, when they're conscious of these things, they start to change how they interact, how they connect to their significant others, to their children, to their teenagers, to their adult children. So I'm going to start with some stories that give you a variety of different ways trauma can show up in our lives. The first one is kind of fun. Um, I had a client who entered an individual program and then she and her hubby stepped into a couple program. But one of the main things that I heard her say that she shared in the beginning was I had a beautiful home life. I did not experience trauma. And then as we went further in our teachings and in the coaching conversations and stuff, she recalled different stories about her dad. And I'm going to just give you one today, but there were different stories that led to some of the challenges that she was experiencing as an adult. And I'm going to tell you that I would consider these little T traumas. She said, I remember one time my dad said to me, Um, To eat my peas, of course. I had this too. My dad, it was cabbage that he made me eat. But she said when he turned his back, she said, I went and poured those peas down the air conditioner vent. (laughs) And we both laughed and stuff. But as the stories went on, she started to discover and uncover that her dad was very controlling and then as we did coaching conversations and, and discovered and uncovered that as she went out as an adult building her own life, she was extremely controlling only because of the little t trauma of being controlled. So as she went out into adult life, she was bound and determined to control everything in her life so that she wouldn't be controlled ever again. That's a little t trauma becomes a blob in our energy field and we just automatically want to control everything so we'll never be controlled again and when she discovered that her whole life her demeanor everything started to change she could see that that was what we might call a defective character and it was affecting her relationship in her union but not only that affecting her relationship with her teenage uh, daughter Yeah. And all you got to do is discover it and uncover it. And then you're like, you just go to work on it. 
and you forgive it and you have all these tools that you can use to upgrade it and pretty soon you're letting go of control and that's just a huge epiphany for her and now she feels peaceful happy content connected conscious and awake I had another client whose dad told her she was a sorry piece of shit. That's just something that's thrown in the heat of the moment. And that lady held onto that for something like 50 years. When she got upset, when she had conundrums, when she had challenges in life, all she could think about was that repetitive, you're a sorry piece of shit that happened in her life as a child. Other little T-traumas are like career stuff. You know, a boss saying you can't write or a boss saying, I'm sorry, not a boss, an audience member saying, you know, after a speaking engagement coming up to someone and saying, you're boring. We feed those monkeys. They stay with us. They're little T-traumas that become blobs, B-L-O-B, in our energy field and all our traumas to the psyche. Are you connecting the dots here? (laughs) Most little humans have experienced some sort of trauma. Now, what are we going to do about it? You know, it's a chronic disruption of the ability to connect with self and others. It's messing with our mojo as we go forward in life. Here's another little story, and I'm going to get to solutions, so bear with me. A child, four years old, decides to give her lassie dog a haircut on the front porch. And her dad walks in or walks up on that and loses his damn doogies. Like, gets crazy, goes crazy on her. And this four-year-old... She inherited in that moment a trust trauma. The one person she trusted the most at four years old romped and stomped on trust and changed that child forever. Y'all, adults need this information. There are millions of adults unable to regulate or manage their emotions that have no idea that they're doing these things that are messing with the mojo of their partner in union, their, you know, family members, their children and teenagers. Are you connecting the dots? When we can't manage our emotions, when we can't regulate our emotions in the moment, we really are entering a choice point, right? We go from challenge or trauma to solution. So let's go. What could that dad have done? That that dad could have stopped the haircut for the dog, right? Sent the four-year-old to the room or in the house or something. Took a time out to regulate his emotions. And then later, I don't know when later, but when he felt comfortable and he felt like he wasn't, you know, um, 
out of control, had a sit down talk and explained to that child about long hair dogs and how it cools their body temperature and stuff, right? That was a perfect opportunity to do um, in education talk about why we don't cut dogs, give dogs haircuts. <laughs> and some people do that today, they'll go have them clipped. So the point is, he lost his duties and he really messed with that child's mojo starting at four years old around trust. As adults, we have choice, we have choice points. You know, I didn't know these tools when I was raising my kids. Sorry, kids. They never listen to my podcast, but if you ever do, I'm so sorry. I didn't know. But when my boys, um, I don't know, they were like seven and nine or something. They got into a hay truck on the farm. We had a farm, had a dairy farm. They got into a hay truck and knocked it out of gear and it rolled down the hill and hit an old barn. And I mean this could have been a disaster. Well, when it hit the barn, they jumped out of the truck and came crying, running to the house, and I'm running to them. And I'm going to tell you, this is embarrassing and very vulnerable, but back in those days, I whipped their asses and put them to bed and then ended up on the back porch bawling like a baby, like it scared the bejesus out of me what had happened there. So if I step into solution, if I had the opportunity to do that over again, I would have put them to bed. I probably would have went on the back porch and sat down and bawled like a baby. Because, I mean, it shook me up and scared me to death. When they woke up, I would have sat down and just talked to them about getting into vehicles without an adult. And, you know, realizing how dangerous that was. And to promise me that they would never do that again. So there was a choice point. And had I had these tools, I would have done that completely different. And I'm sure there were many, many more of those. So are you connecting the dots? I'm telling you, your neighbors, your cousins, your uncles, your aunts, your family members, your friends, your coworkers. They really need this information to better understand what they're doing on the daily and to hear these little bitty trauma stories that become monsters as they mess with the mojo of the people in our lives. Did this or something similar happen to you? Or are you in a position where you could be messing with your child's mojo, your significant partner's mojo, by not being able to regulate your emotions, manage your emotions? If so, I'm going to ask you to invest the time to really sit with this, maybe listen to it again, maybe write down what it is where you feel like you've uh, had some trouble in this area and what you can do solution-oriented going forward. Make a little promise to yourself. Invest the time to figure it out, uncover and discover these things for yourself. Make a little promise to yourself. Get yourself more solution-oriented, right? I just want to say there are lots of free resources, including my stuff. Next, I'm going to say invest the time and money. Make it a priority to understand why we overreact, why we insta-react, I call it. 
by looking back, take a look back to things that have happened to you that caused distrust or caused fear or caused doubt or caused low self-esteem. The list goes on and on and on and on and on. Are you connecting the dots? What happens to us changes our biology under the umbrella of trauma, big T traumas and little T traumas. Okay, I want you to do me a favor before you leave. I want you to just stop and take the opportunity to share this with someone you love. I want you to take the opportunity to hit the follow button, right? And uh, get notifications for when I post these. And I most of all would like to ask the favor, could you leave a review? Really, reviews matter in the podcast world. On iTunes, you just click the three little dots at the top, go to show notes, scroll all the way down, and hit the five-star rating, and then you can type a review if you want to as well. On Spotify, I believe you can leave a message. They have a message button. I love you big. I'll see you next time. Thanks again for sitting with me.